The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies. Not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E-Cigars.com or check out the link on the BBB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into the second day of our Twitter Spaces only Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff and Matt Perot. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it. Dave is still in Ohio. Uh, were you golfing this morning? Is that what you guys were doing? Oh man. So yeah. Um Brother Doug and I he learned how to golf before I did. So he was better than me at something. Like it might have been the only thing he was better than me at his whole life. But he was. And he used to remind me of it nonstop all the time. So I said I was coming and we would hang out. And he's like, we're going golfing. I'm like, I haven't touched a club in a couple of years. I don't think you understand. You know, because I ended up getting pretty good and we would have battles. We had one legendary fight at a golf course on a 17th oh. hole where oh. um, I tried to choke him out with a nine iron and it and knocked his what? Toledo Mudhens hat off. And brother Dan came over and separated us like a hockey official and um, told us we were a public embarrassment, which he was right because we were on the 18th, you know, green and everybody saw it and. It was very heated, though. I mean, he walked right in front of me, and he wasn't supposed to, and he started chirping, so we almost went. So he says, we're golfing when you come to Columbus. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want to golf, but okay, I'll go sit in a cart with you. I'm glad he woke me up this morning because I was tired and I was sleeping. We went and had a legendary morning. It was perfect day in Columbus. We played golf, 18 holes. Um, just hit balls all over the place. We were on the first ones out. It was awesome. And now we're at Twin Peaks in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I'm out in the I'm out in the truck and he stayed in Twin Peaks because he's admiring he's admiring the Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's doing his thing and he's drinking and I'm driving. So he's enjoying the show. I had to come out in the car because there's a lot of background music, and I didn't want it. Listen, the audio sounded great yesterday. Whatever you're doing, you're doing. You're, this is outstanding. <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm going to get in the car and talk and do the show 
while he's admiring, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and having a good the time. scenery. Yeah, he's it, yeah, admiring the, the, the scenery. scenery. Yes. The scenery. Yes. yes. So that's mine. Quaker Steak and Lube in Twin Peaks. You are literally going through my 2004 to 2011 life. <laughs> this is great. We're, I love it. We're throwing, it's a throwback, baby. And like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, the talent is, it, it, there's a lot of people. And, um, there's a lot of peak. Oh, it's college town. It's, it's, it's college town talent. Yeah. Yeah. They now. Do, yeah. They do well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they do well. Yeah. Yep. There you go. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's not bad. So, all right. So guys, how today's going to work is we're going to do about 30 minutes or so. We'll do our normal intro, our normal, you know, what happened last night, some topics we'll get to with basketball and hockey. Uh, and then we'll get to the games tonight. And then we're going to open the floor up to you guys. And I kind of prefaced this a little bit before we started the pod, Dave, but talking a little bit about, you know, we want people to come up, give us something to talk about. You know, we, we love hearing stories. We love hearing from you guys, but we want to kind of make this a little bit like a talk radio thing. So I'm going to go back to my radio 101 and be like, you know, the whole Jim Rome, have a take and don't suck type of deal. So come on in. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about bets, plays. What's going on in your life? What what can we help you with? What are some of the things you guys are curious about? You know, you got Dave. If you've got a bookmaking question, you got a bet. I can I can tell you what I bet today, or what I'm looking at today, or what I looked at today. So let's get into some of those things a little bit later on. So the floor is going to be yours. We're going to open it up, and when we do, just raise your hand. We're going to invite you guys up to talk. You must unmute yourself in order to speak, but you've got an invite. Once you raise your hand to speak, so don't do it yet. Wait and wait for us to get into it here uh, as we. So go. it's like Tom- a, it's like a show for the people. Correct, but it's like a talk show more than like our before our Twitter spaces were kind of just like, hey, everybody, come on up and say whatever you want. Like I want to kind of have a little more structure to it, so we can actually talk about things going on in the sports world, NFL you know, college football, whatever someone's question might be. But yes, it is a, it's a show for the people today to let you guys, because we, we wanted it yesterday. James, you know, Coach Young came in. He kind of stole all the time that we were going to use for them to talk. So now we can, you know, now we can do it today for, for, the, for that. But before we do that, tomorrow, so the plan tomorrow, Dave, is to be back on YouTube for one day, right? For Wednesday? Uh, that's, that's the plan, barring any travel issues or any of that other stuff. Um, yes. Okay. If that's not, the plan. We'll, if not, we'll have we'll throw this together again. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. So we'll always have this. So Thursday is a question. Friday is a question. We'll kind of go as Dave's traveling. He goes to Washington as of Wednesday when he lands tomorrow morning and then leaves again the next morning. So we'll kind of figure out travel plans and whether Thursday, there might not be a show on Thursday and then Friday for Road Golf Friday. We'll figure out what we're going to do coming up uh, for for RCF. But okay, so let's start with last night and what happened with the Lakers getting swept by the Denver Nuggets. They had big another big lead. Denver has an incredible third quarter. Jokic plays epic basketball in the second half, and the Lakers get bounced four games to none. Were you surprised that it ended in a sweep? Was I surprised? No, I was not. I I mean, if you'd asked me before the series, yes. Down 3-0. Now, Again, full disclosure, only listened to it, didn't watch it, but was listening to the second half on the way home from the Reds and Cardinals game. Um, It sounded like, and again, I'm going to rely on you for the eyes and for the people that watch the show uh, or watch the game. The, The Nuggets won the game. 
Like it wasn't like the the Lakers gave it away, although they blew a fifteen point lead. But I expected fully Denver to win that series. We said it yesterday in four or five. If they didn't win it last night, they were winning game five. Agreed. Yeah, no I don't question. think not to I don't think it's much of a debate. On that, I, I think the one thing that did surprise me is that LeBron goes for 40 and they lost. I thought if LeBron had that type of effort, the, the role players would do enough for the Lakers. And Anthony Davis just was okay. Like he just wasn't what he needed to be to match what the Nuggets were putting forth. I mean, they went to Tristan Thompson. I mean, th- this is what's so interesting about both the Lakers and the Celtics is that their head coaches, I think, showed their inexperience by throwing guys into the middle of series just because they had nothing else to do. They couldn't stop anything. They couldn't figure it out. So Tristan Thompson didn't play the entire regular season for the Lakers. All of a sudden is in game four of the Western Conference Finals in a closeout game scenario. They put him on the floor. The same thing happened, you know, when when you saw that with the Celtics and Joe Missoula was trying to put anyone in the game. Grant Williams was we trying to, you know, that's when the whole Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams thing happened. You throw a guy in there who hasn't been playing much because you're desperate to try something to see if it's going to work, which really at this level and this late into the season is a Hail Mary that rarely ever connects. So that was one of my biggest takeaways, one of my biggest you know, shockers, but I mean, Jokic is just so good. I mean, he's just so hard. He's so smart. He's so tough to stop the shots. He was hitting last night. I mean, he hit a three pointer, you know, from like a, you know, a crane position that was ridiculous. It it, it just, he really flexed his muscles, I think in this series and showed what he's capable of doing and just how good of a talent he is. (laughs) Are you ready for the Nuggets fans? Yeah, I am. I mean, I, I, I'm happy for a lot of our media friends. I mean, we work with Jenna Garcia. She covers the team on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, Anela Piero is a guy who, who, who'd been on this show before and, and, and a guy from in, in Denver who we've talked to. Um, you know, Liv Moods is a friend of the show. You know, they're all in Denver and they're all Nuggets fans. and They're all psyched. I'm happy for them. I mean, you know, now go win it, okay? Like, don't get there and lose it. Now go there and win it. And win it. <laughs> don't go lose now. Yeah, I mean, don't go lose now. I mean, go win it. I mean, you, you, first time ever getting there, and all my timeline is full of people who are calling out the national media, and this is why I chose to talk about the Nuggets win first because the LeBron rumor that we touched on yesterday is now no longer a rumor. Now it's very much in the conversation, and the ESPNs of the world can't help themselves but leading every block with, is LeBron retiring, yes or no? Do you believe it? I do not. I think LeBron is very much of the cloth of a Brett Favre, Tom Brady, um, you know, somebody who wants a victory lap, somebody who wants a goodbye tour. I find it very hard to imagine LeBron James will walk away forever. Maybe he does it for a year and comes back and plays. Another end. Where'd you go? Oh, I'm here. Oh, you're back. Okay. I found it, I found it right, you went away. Very hard to believe that LeBron James will ever walk away from an NBA career like that, getting swept in the playoffs. I can't see it. I can't see it. I mean, we were texting again last night late. And, you know, you sent me that thing. I saw the clip. 
And I'm like, that would be a huge dog if he's done, in my opinion. I, I, I don't think he's done. I think he's he's so calculated and so smart, savvy-wise, all that stuff. He ain't done. I, I'll be, I mean, it leaves the Lakers in shambles if he is. I don't think he's done. So, I mean, how do you score 40 and be done? I'm I'm a bit Machiavellian, and so I do tend to believe in – I think he is floating this to quash the conversation of the fact that he was just swept in the Western Conference Finals, something that Michael Jordan never had happened to him. I think he is floating it a bit because Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement on the same day. So I think there is a little bit of that going on. The narcissistic nature of, of LeBron over the years, the need for recognition and the need for attention, I think is also going into this a little bit about, okay, the year ended with a thud, but no one's talking about that really. And that's why Nugget fans are mad because we're not talking about Denver making the NBA finals for the first time, sweeping the Lakers. We're talking about did LeBron James play his last game or not, because he let it leak out in the media with a question of, you know, are you thinking about retiring? And he basically said, there's a lot to think about. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. He was very cryptic. So, I mean, could you imagine him just walking away and not having a goodbye tour, not having the Jeter moments or the you know David Ortiz goodbye tour where everyone says thank you and waves at him for the last time he plays in Detroit, last time he plays in Miami, last time he plays in you know in Houston? You think LeBron's going out without having that? No, right? I mean, he's, I mean, no, no, <laughs> he wants that. I, I, I would again. Could he? It'd be a it'd be a huge dog price, not eighty eight thousand to one, like the, the price for both series to be sweeps. Wait, which is hold on. What is so? Here's my I I I, I was too tired this morning. I meant to write ten thousand to one instead. I wrote a thousand to one. I forgot a zero. But what do you think the odds would have been for all four conference finals to end in sweeps? What's the price of that? Um, hundred thousand to one. For both series to end in sweeps, the NBA, it was 88,000 to one. But with Miami or Boston, it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Two okay. sweeps, 88,000 to one. That's what that Gabe put that out last night. That sounds about right. You want to talk four sweeps? Yeah. Uh, let's ask Elon if, if we could get, get a rocket ship and go to the moon. That's how. That's, <laughs> That's how big the price is going to be. I mean, it's absurd. There's there's so many zeros in that thing. It's crazy. You can't it, – no. The stars are not getting swept by the Knights. I would agree. We're not going to worry about that. That's that. But, but – If but. anybody's in the Columbus area, by the way, and wants to come to Twin Peaks, drinks are on me. Oh. If anyone's around and wants to come by, we're going to be here for a little while. Brother Doug has settled in. Apparently he's – getting very comfortable with uh, the scenery. So we may be here for a while this afternoon. So uh, if you guys are close, <laughs> BBB drinks on me. But it's which crazy. Twin, which, which, twin, hold on, which Twin Peaks are you at? Are there more than one in Columbus? Nope, there's one. Okay. All right, there's one. All right. One in Columbus. Yeah. We'll be here a while. It's a beautiful day. We're out on the balcony. Um, 
and um, we got a corner spot. Drinks are on us, on me. Oh. Doug, don't worry, Doug. I'm not going to make you pay. Don't worry. <laughs> You're just going to trash your brother the whole time now? Is this, is this what we're doing? This is a trash brother No, because, because he gets to come up to the mic, and he can say whatever he wants. So. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Who won got, golf, by the way? Who won playing won, golf, by did, the way? We didn't even we didn't even get the pencil out to keep score. Oh, we were we were just playing golf like it was like okay. one of those old school rounds where we were just going to hit. You know, I'm borrowing his clubs and Pete. When you go play golf, do you warm up? Depends on who I'm playing with. So wait a second. You've lived out west all this time. We yeah. got these beautiful golf courses. Everyone has a range and a putting range and all stuff. Yeah. Huh? You. Back east, you get out of the car sometimes, you put your clubs on a cart, you go to the first tee and start loosening up, and then you play. Like, you don't go to the – out west, I never play without warming up. It entirely depends on who I'm playing with, the time of the day, and what happened the night before. A hundred percent. It all factors into all of that. If I have time to do that, I would love to be fully warm and hit 50 balls and – pot and get you know get right. everything right yeah. for some of my people but for some of my people that i play with yes i mean i've played with people who are really good who are legit playing for money and then yeah i'm gonna be as loose and i'm gonna be as focused and we're playing golf if i'm playing with some of my boys most likely they're gonna roll up after going to bed three or four hours ago and it's just literally put a tee in the ground and hit the ball and like, let's go play. And where's the card girl? Oh, like th- that's just like what, that's what it is. So it, oh. it depends upon who I'm playing with, what happened the night before. Generally speaking in Vegas, I will tend to warm up because of the fact that you have a lot of driving ranges. You have a lot of places right. to do that. But on the East Coast, you don't really have a lot of driving ranges. A lot of courses just are like, you know, they're municipal courses or the nine hole courses or even private courses don't have the, the the land to have like a gigantic driving range to warm up. So you tend to just kind of roll up and drop the tee down and go. Yeah. He wakes me up. He's like, let's go. You know, I'm like, all right, when we get there and when's the tea time? He's like, get your stuff. Let's go. We're going. Out. I'm like, we're not warming up. No, no warm up, no nothing. I'm like, Doug, I usually go, I like, I do yoga now before I like, I stretch. Uh, I try to, you know, I'm old. I can't just get out of the car and go anymore. He's like, let's go play. I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, we didn't do none of that, but. So how many mulligans? I mean, it, then literally you had no way of keeping score because the first tee must've been a disaster. The first tee was hilarious because he, he hit first and he hit three balls. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That's how Breakfast it should be. ball and a lunch ball. I was like, "What are we, what are we doing?" And yeah, so yeah, well, we're like, wait. I mean, you. I told him you can keep score. I'm just hitting balls. So, you know, it took me a few holes to get loose, and we were we we had a blast though. But oh no, I, I wore him bro- up. Your brother is texting coworkers to go over to Twin Peaks, by the way, to run your bill up. Just That's fine. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> He's having a hell of a he's having a hell of a week. We're having a good week, so good. it's on you know it's on me. If anybody wants to come over, yeah, we got people listening to the show. They don't believe that we do a show every day and all this other stuff, and you know, so just come on over. That's it. Perfect. Huh? If LeBron did walk away for a year, 
to then come back and play with his son because that's a, that's what he's always stated he wanted to do. Isn't that the move? Okay, it could be definitely. I think people would be irate about it, but it could be the move. One hundred percent, it could be where he walks for a year. But the question would be, what team would he play for? Whatever team his son goes to. Oh, the irony in that. Let's go to Houston. Let's go to Minnesota. Right. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, let's go to Utah. <laughs> yeah, go somewhere nuts. I mean, it's possible. I could see it. I could definitely see it being of the potential to have that happen. I mean, it's, I think right now, him playing again and having a victory tour of, of sorts, I think he'll play two more years and be done. I don't think he'll walk away. I just think it's the beginning of this conversation that Brady had oh. six years six years before he finally walked away. Tom Brady was talking about retirement and what it was going to look like. I, and you know, Favre talked about it four years before he actually. I think these guys who play at this level for twenty years, who are the you know of the top four or five greatest to ever play the sport, I think they need the long goodbye. It's not a quick one. It's right. a long goodbye. <laughs> right. He's going to drag it out for a long time. And then will he, won't he, that stuff, LeBron will eat that up for years. So I don't think he's going anywhere. The price goes up too, right? The longer, you know, if he waits and I'm not coming back, I'm this, I'm that, it's putting out the bat signal like, hey, who wants me? Right. You know, Fair. I, yep. can, I can get out of, of playing with the Lakers. I can take a year off. Follow Brawny around, whatever he's doing. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, he can he can go to all the games on the road and whatever, and then decide. All right, I'm going to go where he's going. I, I, I think know. that's very possible because the USC thing. He's going to play for a year for USC, and LeBron can just hang out and watch his kid play for a year and then, you know, say, all right, I'm coming back and I'm going to play with my kid for a year and then I'm going to be done. But I just, I don't know if you can take a year off like that at his age and play high level NBA basketball. I mean, it's LeBron oh. James. He probably can, but he's 38 years old. You know, talk about us getting old. He was 38. He's not, you know, he's not 28, he's 38. So, you know, how does he handle that? How does he deal with his body? Or maybe he comes back, you know, completely healed up after all the years of playing basketball and he's like insane in a year because he's finally healthy and he you know has surgeries or whatever he needs to fix some stuff and he's good to go. And then he comes in with LeBron James's, you know, with Bronny James and look out the two of them are taking over the NBA. I, I, I mean, I, I think that's a very real possibility. It's the middle year is the question. Does he want to play next year or does he want to sit for a year and then come back? <sighs> Cronich, someone listening right now, just came in and said, zero chance LeBron retires. He has talked a ton about wanting to play with his son. Yeah, I think there's a plan here that we just don't know. I I, I, I just, I don't know what fair. it is. That's fair. I, I can see that. I, I can absolutely see that. that there's some type of Machiavellian big picture play. I mean, it's LeBron. He's always calculating, like you said. He's always doing that. He's always one step ahead of what he wants to do or what he's saying. He always knows what he wants to put out there. You know, he's very cognizant of everything he says. So everything. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's that's possible. All right, let, we haven't talked football yet, but I want to talk to you as a bookmaker for a second, Dave, because this Thursday night football flexing story <laughs> is wild to me. Okay. For starters, 
What is the this? contests are going to be fucked. Oh, what a okay. nightmare. What a nightmare. Yeah, let's just say at the top that the Circa Million, the Westgate, anybody else doing these pick contests, this story that came out last night and now it's going everywhere this morning that the NFL now has the ability this season to flex Thursday night football games. How do they handle this? I mean, what do you do if you're the, if you're Circa, what do you do? Because that, that's a huge deal. Is it not if a game do you expect it to be on Thursday? Is no longer on Thursday? I've made it a rule forever. I've we've never picked a game on a Thursday. My partner and I, when we were, were in it, you know, and, and in it and trying to win it, when you and I did it, never picked a Thursday game. No matter how much you thought you liked it, we never picked it. Now I'm guessing I haven't talked to Benson yet, but I'm going to. You might have to eliminate the Thursday games. Wow. I don't know. I just got it. When you sent it in the rundown, I looked. I'm like, wait a second. What does this mean? So the week before, you can flex out of the Thursday game and flex someone in? Yes. So – not like, you know, in week 12, we can flex the week 13 game. It's not like you're going to make someone play Sunday and then put them in Thursday. You got to do it with a week in advance. Right. Yes. So logistically for the teams and the fans and everything, impossible. I mean, so you to, mess to, just, up everything. Yeah, just to tell everyone, here's where we are. Week 13, 14, 16, 17, or sorry, sorry, week 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 are all the games that we're talking about that are currently scheduled for Thursday night. Thursday night football is Seattle at the Cowboys in week 13, Patriots at the Steelers in week 14. I'll go Chargers- on record as saying that game will not be played on 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 uh, on Thursday. That's been flexed. Okay, so uh, Chargers at Raiders in week 15, Saints at Rams in week 16, and Jets at Browns in week 17. If you're curious, which is the odds on favor to be flexed out week 13, Seattle at the Cowboys and offshore has put that game as the most likely to be flexed out. Patriots Steelers, the second, but there's three games tied at three to one plus 300 Patriots Steelers, Saints, Rams, Jets, Browns, and Chargers at the Raiders, the most unlikely to get flexed out. I mean, seriously, there's odds on this. Like what? They must be really bored. Coming up with odds on this. I mean, there's odds on on whether or not an emergency quarterback, the other thing they passed was that third string quarterback now is going to be available. The thing that whether or not a team will have to use a third string emergency quarterback, minus 140 on the yes, that a team will have to do that this season. I'd bet the yes. I would definitely bet the yes. I think that's light. I'd make that higher. Um, So. Who wants to be flexed to a Thursday? Nobody. That's not making any friends. If you're, oh, you know what? We got Chiefs and and Chargers, you know, in week 15. It's going to be a huge game for the division, blah, 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 blah. We're going to flex that to Thursday. Like, we're going to give you, we're going to make you have a short week because it's going to be a really big game. Who in the hell would, you can't say no? No. You can't say no. 
There's I mean, no advantage for the teams to be flexed to the Thursday game. Yeah, so the resolution Why will would allow you the, do this? So here's the resolution. It will allow the league to flip a Sunday afternoon game into a Thursday night game and move the originally scheduled game to Sunday afternoon during week 13 through week 17. The NFL must file notice no later than 28 days. I guess, I, I, I guess it's four weeks, 28 days before the game, an increase of nearly two weeks from the earlier proposal. No team will be required to, to flex to a Thursday night game more than one time a season, and the max number of games on Thursday night will remain at two per game. Uh, sorry, two per team per season. What so, in the world? It's tough, right? I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. It's it's a difficult situation for sure for the NFL, you know, for the, the league, for the books. Like, if you know, so let's so, so it's twenty eight days, okay? So it's a month ahead of time. That gives it that makes it a little easier, obviously. But from a bookmaking perspective and from a win total perspective, preseason does that screw with any numbers? Yes. Yes. I mean, listen, the season win total numbers are what they are, and you can only do the information that you have. So right now you have the schedule as is, and you have the weeks off, the short weeks. You kind of factor all of that in to all of the number. So it's already baked in. It won't affect anything as far as that stuff goes because you won't know until a month before that it's going to be changed so mm-hmm. we're all on the same page there the book and the player i'm okay with that but the contest stuff you know there's there's weeks that the circa you know used like thanksgiving week is that thursday right okay well is it that week 12 or 13 Thanksgiving week. Um, well, it's remember in the circa million Thanksgiving was its own week. So I understand, thanks, but Thanksgiving now and Christmas were their were their own weeks. You you map out your picks kind of for the season in Survivor, right? Yes. You have. I'm saving this game in week 15. It's the right spot. Does it become the right spot if they move it to a Thursday? Right. Agreed. Yeah, tough. Very tough. You know, it changes the whole dynamic because now they go from having what would have been, you know, a regular week's rest to three weeks in, in, in a, you know, different day. Those Thursday night games are so wonky anyway. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I don't like nope. it at all. I, I mean, look, people wanted less Thursday night more games, not more. I mean, people, people don't really love the quality of the games on Thursday. But because Amazon paid what they paid, Amazon doesn't want crap games. Amazon wants games that are that are good, that are quality, that are meaningful, that people are going to want to tune into. They're going to want to watch. But then again, I mean, a month out, a lot can happen in a month, right? I mean, a star quarterback can get hurt. You flex a game. I mean, you got to be pretty careful about flexing a game out, I would think, because a lot can change in a month in the NFL. So that's a little bit of a dicey call if somebody does decide to flex it out. I just looked through some of the listeners. I see some familiar faces in here, guys. Thanks for being here. And again, if you haven't already, hit the like button, hit the hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. I see our, our man Bob Baskerville in, in Tennessee. What's up? Um, they're probably going to flex one of their games or two at some point. Tennessee. Two? 
I, I mean, Tennessee may be one of those teams. Like right now, I haven't looked at their primetime schedule, but, you know, like, I don't know. The AFC South feels like teams that may be affected by this. Well, you know, no, Jacksonville don't, really gets off to a good start. Like, yeah. But we know the games already. We, we we know what games are currently scheduled on Thursday night for these weeks. I'm talking. I know the games that'll be moved out. What about the games they choose to move in? You think the AFC South is going to get picked to be moved to Thursday night? Why? Depending on what if Jacksonville gets out to a really good start and they they're a team that they want to move. Well, that's possible. I mean, that's one. I mean, Jacksonville. I think the Titans are going to stink. You think they're going to be good? No, I think they're going to stink too, but okay. <laughs> I was thinking more of the long lines of Jacksonville. Well, that's possible. I mean, I mean, a divisional game, you know, an, an AFC With, South title game or something. Yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, I could 100% see Jacksonville getting flexed to playing more primetime games because I right. think the people, they're going to be, you know, in terms of like when we start seeing all the NFL content, get ready for an ad nauseum amount of over people picking over win totals on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to be the public play of the season. Everyone's going to love Jacksonville. Oh, it's already happening. Um, By the way, why is your, why is your win total only eight and a half for the Steelers? Before we get to that, I got to shout out Jacob and Keith. Apparently they know brother Doug and they're listening to the show. They may be heading right over to twin peaks right now. He's literally texting people like, Hey, my brother's buying, come on over. So, Jacob and Keith, if you're on your way over, I'm looking forward to meeting you. But thank you for listening to our Twitter spaces here on BVB. Um, I don't know, man. Like, again, we'll know a little bit more, but I like the Steelers to get nine wins again. Right? Yeah. Even, I, even I'm going to make that bet. Division's going to be tough, though. I mean, it is. you know, Baltimore, they're going to be Baltimore. The Bengals are top five in the NFL to win the Super Bowl. Um, but you always, you know, you, I mean, what, what's the worst in-conference record or in-division record the Steelers will have? Two and four? Two and four. I mean, they can still get nine wins going two and four. Yeah, the schedule is uh, – it, it leads – I mean, again, I went through it when it came out, the schedule release. And I went nine and eight. Went through it twice, in which we'll do this summer, like we did last summer. We went through yeah. every team, one day each team, and went through and kind of did what I did in the risk room with a bunch of guys. And we went through the schedule and try to create create scenarios. And that's how you come up with a win number. And you'd be surprised how close you get to the win number when you go through that. You know, um, I, I went through it twice and got nine. So. I, I think nine is the number. Mm. Eight and a half seems light to me for the Steelers, but well, it's eight and a half so. with juice over though, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems it, it seems a little light. All right, time for the Omaha Stakes. Oh no, wait, 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 one more. Uh, the owners approved a new kickoff rule as well as this, and it's it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but I think for people who bet games and bet totals. So the NFL passed a new rule that states all fair catches and touchbacks come out to the 25-yard line on kickoffs, the same as the college rule. So basically, you're able to fair catch the ball wherever you want. 
So you can just if you if you fair if you can, if the ball is going to land at the five yard line, you can fair catch the ball. It goes to the twenty five yard line. Can you can we call up Mike Carver right now? Mike Carver just popped in. He does Carver okay. and Lisi at night on Sports Grid. I like his opinion on that uh, on that rule because I heard him and Lisi talking about it last night um, while we were driving home, and they had some good points. So I just, inv- if, I just invited him up, so he just have to accept right, the so invitation. So Carver can come up because basically it eliminates kickoffs. Like yes, there's no reason now. Because you're always trying to catch it in the end zone and get out past the 20. Well, now it's the 25. So, like, I think it's going to discourage anyone more than on the goal line or a yard deep where they can just catch it and go. Why would you come out? It's touchbacks every time now, right? Every time, 100%. And also, but the other thing, though, is teams like the Patriots would cough in corner kicks all the time. They would make you return it. They kick the ball to the five yard line. They make you bring it out, knowing that, that they thought that their coverage team was good enough to get down there to hold you inside the twenty yard line. Because they had guys like Matthew Slater, who's coming back again, who's a Hall of Fame, you know, Hall of Famer for special teams. That that was their play. Now you just for a catch it. It doesn't matter. Ball goes to the twenty five yard. changes a lot. I, I think this is like one of those like subtle type of things that m- dramatically changes the way the game will be played and could increase scoring dramatically. Yeah, I think that's I mean, that's the first thought that um, that I think it impacts, it would impact the totals. Like that's, my first thought is someone in the book is like, oh now it's going to lead to maybe one more scoring drive a game. Or field goal, like one more field right. goal a game. Right, exactly. Like, I mean, an opportunity for both teams that where they might have gotten pinned deep and had to start their drive inside their own 20. They're going to just down it or let it be a touchback and, you know, start on the 25, which would result in an extra first down or something like that and an opportunity to kick another field goal, whatever. So, yes. I mean, special teams coaches around the league oppose this because their jobs are going to be made obsolete. Oh, for sure. This is why, oh. they, this is why they opposed it, because they went, well, what the hell am I coaching? A bunch of guys standing around and waving their arms up and catching the football? Like, there's no point, like, okay, you're going to punt the ball, and I get that. My question is, this is only for kickoffs, right? This is not involving punts. As far as right? I know. Obviously. As far as I know. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so, so, so this is – on kickoff. So now you're basically just teaching punting and extra point field goal. So you've lost a fourth of your job as a team's coach, a fourth of your practice time are now dead because you don't need to practice this anymore. You don't need to do anything. I mean, I don't, I don't mind the way the XFL did it to be quite honest with everybody standing still and one guy back deep and they run for like 25 yards. So they don't have this like gigantic amount of momentum heading going forward, but like you're going to have to be, I, I can already see this teams like with very strict head coaches. If you take the football and you run the football out of the end zone or from the two yard line or whatever it might be, you better guarantee your, to your coach, you're getting to the 25 yard line or beyond. And if you don't, you're going to get ripped. There's no need to return the football anymore. Carver said he's on the train and there's all kind of people sitting on the train and they probably don't want to hear him screaming about this kickoff rule, but <laughs> right. I think that would be great actually. 
myself, but just to see if anybody would actually tell him in just a New up. York kind of way to <laughs> stop up. talking. Shut, like, the, shut, fuck the, shut the fuck up. Wait, I mean, if he's on the quiet car, I got, I remember I almost got into a brawl with somebody over the quiet car because we hadn't been moving yet. And we're wait, in the quiet. Uh, you, there's a quiet car? Oh, yeah. You didn't know this? It's a big deal in New York. Oh, yeah. Taking the train. There's a, there's a, there's a quiet car and a normal car. You go in the quiet car, you can't say a damn word. Like, what? You're lucky to breathe. Yeah. Like you're silent in the silent car. They get furiously mad. And I thought it was the quiet car when the train was moving. I was on the phone, walked onto the quiet car, was on the phone, and I had some guy get in my face and basically told me to shut the fuck up to my face. And I put my phone down, like, you need to back up and walk away from me right now. And he was like, you're in the quiet car. I'm like, I don't give a fuck where we are. Like, get out of my face (laughs) right now. And so, like, I learned that that whole, like, they go nuclear over that stuff if you're talking in the quiet car. Wow. Oh, yeah. Carver, Carver just texted me and said, tell Matt pretty much every car on the Long Island Railroad is the fucking quiet car. Oh, really now? I see. I haven't taken that in years. Holy shit, really? That sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> That's horrible. Wow. Yeah. New Yorkers are crazy, man. They, they, you know, it's it's you disrupt them a little bit. You knock them off kilter just a little bit, and they flip out. Like, they don't want to hear about your kid. They don't want to hear about your job. They don't want to hear about your mom. Like, they don't want to hear from you. They, want to, they barely want to see you. Like you just being in their airspace pisses them off. So you talking, big deal, big big deal. So wow, I understand where Carver's coming from by saying he's not going to talk. You 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 on a quiet car is good content right now. Me? That, oh I oh I oh quiet cars. Yeah. I mean I, I will say this: when the thing is moving, I love. I mean the best best sleep you'll ever have on a on a moving passenger vehicle, a car, train, plane. Phenomenal. Oh. Put the headphones in and you're out. Good night. Wake me up when, when I get to you know get to Manhattan. Phenomenal. But it's just not that normal. It's just I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm gonna institute quiet car rules in my house when I get back. Oh, good luck with that. I like this. Yeah, we got a quiet <laughs> we got a quiet car. And I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on you and Carver both. Oh, okay, there you go. So you learn these new things. Okay, Love Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Our friends at Omaha Steaks, they are back once again it is father's day b b b is the promo code for you guys to use at omahasteaks.com that's gonna knock off 30 dollars for your qualifying order this is very cool the world's best beef naturally aged ultimately in tenderness juiciness and flavor dads want steak Give him experience. He'll always remember mouthwatering steaks and a reason to think about you each and every time. Order now and take off $30 using the promo code BVB at omahasteaks.com. They've got chicken breasts and jumbo franks and desserts all backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. 30 bucks off your order right now. BVB, the promo code at omahasteaks.com. Minimum order may be required. See sites for details. I love this story. This story is phenomenal, Dave. That can I w- say? Can I? Can I say? Buy the meat. Yes, you can. Go ahead. All right. Buy the meat, guys. <laughs> like buy it for yourself. Buy it for your dads. If you don't have your dads in your life still, buy it for someone else's dad. It's a great mm. gift. It's you know I bought it for brother Doug last year. He got it. Single guys especially. The meat will last you a couple oh, weeks. Weeks comes in a you know, frozen uh, container, it's dry, dry ice, it's wrapped great, it'll stay, 
And if you like the barbecue and do stuff out on the grill, you got meat for a while. So mm-hmm. buy the meat. Go Absolutely. Some. Okay. Wrestlers of the WWE <laughs> are worried about the WWE getting involved with sports gambling. I, I, I can't get enough of this story. This is phenomenal. There's a quote in this article. This is your searing hot take. It says, usually, unnamed source, usually, we don't know the results of matches until they until then anyway. There have been world title matches where people didn't know until shortly before the match. So that won't necessarily be all that different. But, they added, the concern comes in to where and what we can pitch, how that affects things, and the ability to get things changed that talent doesn't agree with meaning storylines, meaning somebody of a puppet master could be writing a script and that script must hold because the person writing the script has a bet on that script happening. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> this is insane to me that this is, actually, this is an actual conversation. There is zero chance, and I mean by zero, 100% with a million zeros that we would ever, if we were running a book, say, you know what? Let's do the wrestling. It'll be good handle. I don't want nothing to do with this ever. I don't want betting on it. I don't want to take bets on it. I don't mean, listen, there's guys that love the wrestling. I was a huge wrestling mark years ago. I loved it. I don't get the chance to watch it nearly as much now. And I might get back into it. We got guys that watch it, that watch it religiously. I don't see a need for the betting on it. <laughs> I mean, are we gonna are we gonna have the integrity people watching this? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. No, I mean, I mean stop. It's in, it, it is the most. And I don't care. You say, well, Matt, keep the limits low. I don't care. You shouldn't be taking bets on prefixed events. We shouldn't be taking bets on sitcoms. We shouldn't be taking bets on things where only a couple of people determine the outcome who aren't actually in the arena playing the sport. It is sports betting. WWE for the longest time has maintained its sports entertainment. There is your difference, your separator between sports and WWE. And yes, I think it would affect the storylines because. If you have a crazy, out-of-nowhere long shot that comes in, think about this. If there's like a guarantee, like a WWE champion has won five matches in a row, he's a huge favorite to retain the belt. And all of a sudden, he loses the belt to some 10-to-1 underdog or something, or 50-to-1 underdog or something, because the writer said, yeah, let's have the dog win, because he bet it. No, thank you. No, no, thank you. Want no part of it. Not interested. Friend of the show, Matt Deutsch, just came in and said, we're sounding good, guys. Thanks, Matt. Oh, appreciate that. Thank good you. Enough. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. All I, right. I, so, this doesn't sound good to me. I, I, no. I, I Again, <laughs> like, there's just certain things that I'm like, I mean, it's five years since since past but past. And there's too much betting on stuff now. It's only five years. Like, they got to keep finding ways to generate handle, one, generate interest, fine. Wrestling isn't it. It's just what you said. It's entertainment. I, I, I don't know, man. I Again, you know, I looked at the rundown and I went, oh, they're going to flex the Thursday night game. The Thursday night game was hard enough to book, and then you're going to change it and all this other stuff. And then I scroll further down, and I'm like, 
the wrestling, the wrestlers are concerned about the integrity. What the, what the fuck are we doing? Enough! Like I don't. Uh, just, oh, yeah, that's the best. The best. The best is that the wrestlers are the ones going. Like you know, this is a little bit fucked up. Like we shouldn't do this in, in WWE. Like no, we should do this. This is a good idea. Like the people who are involved in the actual things are like, um, can I raise my hand here and bring up a problem? I think this isn't going to work. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, doesn't it lead to immediately when something happens, somebody going, well, wait a second, you know, cause there's going to be a line move or a something steam or something's going to move and all the limits were low, but still the line went from minus two fifty to minus 8,000 and then it happened. And then you're going to go, wait a second. Somebody must have known. Everybody knew. What are you talking about? And uh, I just know from the back end, from the book standpoint, you don't need the aggravation. I, I, it's a bad idea, p Roll. It's a bad idea. Horrible idea. Buy the meat, BVB, the promo code at omahasteaks.com for Father's Day right now. All right. So Scott Foster is repping game four from one conspiracy to another. <laughs> does, does that mean the Boston Celtics are going to win tonight? That Scott Foster is the crew chief, the extender, as he is called, is now repping this game. So we were at uh, we were sitting at Twin Peaks, and I'm going over this, and Brother Doug goes, "Who's Scott Foster?" And I said, "His nickname's the Extender." He goes, "Oh, like what? He extends series?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "So then Celtics is the play." I was like, "All right," and you know, Brother Doug doesn't. He's not a better. He's just a sports fan who occasionally will make a wager only because he's bored or thinking of something. Do you think that's what this means? No, but I also think that the, the series is over regardless of who's refing tonight because of what was leaked out last night to woes that the Boston Celtics never got over the firing of Ime Odoka. So the excuse the excuses are already being made, meaning the team is not thinking about setting, you know, making history. The team is worried about the offseason narrative already as to why they failed. The team so, meaning upstairs in the office or the players? I don't know who leaked it. I think Joe Mazzulla's team could have leaked it. Somebody leaked it. Wow. It's a stupid comment. That they never got over. They're bad going. timing, bad everything. There's nothing. It's an, Why? Why? It's embarrassing. It, it's an absolutely embarrassing thing to have come out before game four that a bunch of grown men never got over losing their coach and they were always wrong. They're in the Eastern Conference finals. How much did it really bother you? Okay. You're getting whipped by a team that has a better coach and a more proven superstar than Jason Tatum. What are we, they're hot, they're hot. It's all about heart now. And you're basically first, Joe Mazzula says it's my fault after game three. And now it leaks out that the team never got over losing Ime and they're now so sad and they don't trust anybody and the locker room's disjointed. It's a really bad look. I wish you, I wish you would have gone to the whiny voice when you did that. (laughs) That would have been, that would have made that one even better because that's just frustrating. I mean, on a million uh, levels, that's just frustrating. From a Celtics fan. So, I mean, Scott Foster, could Boston win tonight? Absolutely. Do I think they're going to? No, I do not. I think it's going to be very similar to what happened in game three. I think by the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, you know, none of the starters are playing. And, you know, this is a 10 to 15 point win for Miami. I hope I'm wrong, but 
I, I, I think it's just going to be a high scoring, no defensive game for Boston and Miami scores 110 plus tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Done, done. That's it. It's a wrap. I do. I, I don't think Boston really wants to keep going and maybe they'll, they'll show everybody wrong and maybe they'll be pissed off and mad about it. But I mean, you know, mathematically speaking, Boston, it's not like Haley's Comet for Boston to win four games in a row, according to the math. Math guys keep on putting this, you know, probability out that Boston can do this. Like, don't be shocked. Boston can do this. I, I don't. By the way, can I ask you a question on math here? So sure. according to points bet, PointsBet just tweeted this out, that the pre-series odds for sweeps in all four conference finals, a $100 payout would have paid $8,000. Tyler sent me a tweet, BetSmartUS. On his math, he has $100 paying out $316,000. His, right. his odds are 3,160 to one. PointsBet's odds are way less than that. I'm wondering, I'm wondering a lot about points bet as their ability to <laughs> do math and run a book myself. Just between so you and I. The pre says, they say the preseason odds were plus 4,000, plus 1,000, plus 1,300, and plus 1,200. Those were the four bets. And a $100 bet would have returned $8,000, $8,208. They left off a couple zeros. Right? Yeah. I right? mean, <laughs> listen, you did it this morning when you did the tweet. Maybe the guy running the account left off a zero or two. Put those four things in a parlay calculator, which you can Google anywhere. You could go to WagerWire, our friends, and yes. to find a calculator there. There's, there's a lot of tools you can use to figure out a calculator. You put those four prices in, and it ain't eight thousand to one. I can guarantee you that. I would take Tyler and, and Bet Smart US over anybody as far as the numbers. The guy's a numbers guru. If his numbers say it's that, it's at least that. At least you that. wouldn't have bet it. No, who in the hell would have bet that? Nobody. I'm just wondering the odds on it. I just, I, I thought. I mean, to me this morning, I thought it was ten thousand to one. No, <laughs> I mean, it's not even, it's way, it's 3,160 to one. According, <laughs> okay, so SoCal just ran the numbers. It's 8.2, oh, I was misreading it. Okay, that's my fault. Okay, I was misreading it on my phone. It was too small. It's 8,208,000. Thank you. Okay, okay, that, that, that's what I was misreading. It. That's my fault. That point said, that's my fault. 8.2 million. Thank you, SoCal. Appreciate that. Reading things Appreciate on my phone, too, too little on that. Thank you on that. Okay. So that's Time why I for the say. readers. You got to get the readers. Oh, uh, it's so bad. I, I, my eyesight's been my pride for my whole life and it's starting to go. It's really pissing me off at 46 years old. I can't believe it. Although I'm not putting the, the glasses on my nose like you. Not doing that. Um, <laughs> total, total is 216 and a half. How do you feel about the total? First thought is over. That's what I bet. Yeah, I'm giving up with the unders. There ain't no unders. Forget it. It feel like Although, a snooze. What do you mean? Did you see what I got last night? <laughs> I mean, what That's a win. an all-timer. That's oh, an all-timer right there. Listen, <laughs> everybody likes to bitch and whine and complain when they get beat by the hook. When you win by the hook, 
you got to brag about it a little bit and say thank you. Look up to the gambling gods and go, that one, I got that one. Thank you. 224 and a half, and it Ooh. falls 224 after the move, uh, right? It closed yeah. 223, did it not? Yes, it did. I mean, sometimes it does pay to bet overnight. It works. Oh, it works. I couldn't. You said it on the show yesterday. You said good number. <laughs> it turned into a good number. Oh, but man. I, oh, I was man. literally pacing going, wow, this is at 222 and a half. A couple of free throws. Okay, it's 224. They missed a shot, got the rebound, four seconds left. I'm like, are they going to foul? No foul. No one's going to call foul, right? No one's going to call foul, right? <laughs> four seconds left. LeBron goes up. Thought maybe Gordon fouled LeBron. No call. Nothing happens. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just hit. It was, cra- I, I wrote it. It was 241 and a half, sorry, 244 and a half at one point in game last night. Yeah, Kane's a screeching halt, right? Uh, third mean, quarter was just, it just died. Everything just went zip down. I mean, it was all nuggets, no offense for the Lakers. Yeah, I, I thought the first half got off to too fast of a start. And then, man, I got lucky. Fourth quarter was really a dragging, slow fourth quarter. It was it was quite wild to watch. You're allowed to win those, too, though. Don't forget, you're allowed to win those. You are? And I did. I was very lucky. So, over, I would agree. All right, guys, we're going to do one more topic, and then we're going to give you guys the floor and give you guys a chance to come on up here. So, if you, if you want to talk, you guys can start raising your hand. If you'd like to come up on the floor and talk with us, we're going to talk hockey. And then after we do the hockey game, we'll start opening up the floor to you guys and having some conversations with you guys about whatever you want. Asked questions, comments, points, topics, whatever you want to bring up. Dallas is laying 145 tonight against Vegas. The total is five and a half. Do you still like Dallas as much as you liked Dallas last yesterday? Yes. Wow. I don't know. Really? I just, after watching Florida win one, nothing last night, on the road at Carolina, or sorry, at home, I guess, or at home, right? At home. I, I don't know. I, I think Florida is such, I'm sorry, Vegas is such a good road team. They're so good on the road that Dallas had a tough time against Seattle at home when they, when Seattle was really good on the road. I, I don't think it's a sweep, but I think game three could go to Vegas tonight. I think it's possible. Oh, this is Dallas. Dallas for me. I was hoping you were going to come with Dallas and bet it or book it. I was going to say we're going to do the B squared play. Wow. Much you're, I, that, you're loving I, Dallas tonight. I, huh? I, I, re, I really like Dallas tonight. Yeah. Yep. So, so if you Dallas wins, you're worry games, about it. Games under? I still think it goes under. A lot of people are talking. Again, everyone has an opinion. I respect people's opinions, but talking about like this is the game that will go over i think this is the game most likely to go under just the same way like vegas is going to play the road game they are good on the road this is going to be one of those games but i think dallas gets a goal or you know uh something happens where the home team thing whether it's in the first 10 minutes of that first period all of it that third period or that game three emotion is something that legitimately has happened in hockey for years. And as you get closer to the cup finals, it just, it, it's there. Dallas should have won game two. They were two minutes away from winning game two. They didn't. I think that propels them even more to get the lead and not let it happen again. Team to score first wins the game. 
<sighs> Normally, with with this matchup, I I would say yes, but I just saw it. Like, no, I, that Only that I don't Vegas, feel as confident as about because if Dallas scores first, Dallas used to be great. They'd lock it up. They'd win. Dallas has scored first in both games. I and know, lost them, and lost I, them both. Right, I know. That's that's. Uh, I I I want to say yes, but I just saw it twice. I don't want to. I don't want to fall for it again. But I don't know. I can be a Robinson or a parallelogram and say yes, and, and that's going to happen again. This time they're going to win. I don't I know. Think I think they score first. They better. I'll say that they better because there's a lot of nervous stars fans in that building tonight that they want to see their team get up to a lead. They want to see Ottinger go back to being the goaltender they can rely upon. I mean, Hill on the road at Edmonton was good at times, but shaky in other times. Right. I'll be, I'll be very curious to see how he handles the atmosphere in Dallas tonight. And then it comes down to the power play again. I mean, Vegas stinks on special teams, both killing power plays and their own power play. They're horrible. So if they can stay out of the box, that's how they can win. And five on five, that's how Vegas is built. They're better than Dallas five on five. They're not better when the PK and the power play comes out. So if they can keep themselves away from going a man down, I mean, they, they had a five on three last game. So, I mean, <laughs> they've had, they've had some real opportunities and they scored on it, but I mean, they've had some real opportunities, you know, to, to capitalize on power plays and they haven't been able to And Dallas. When they're when they're on the power play, they are deadly. They are dangerous against Vegas. So, how the game is called, I think, it has a massive reason, a massive deal. How this game is going to go, I, I just, I only I think about is the first period. I can't make up my mind on a side or a total. I just think the first period it's a slow starting game, much like last night, much like all these games right now at this uh, in the conference finals. The first period unders have been hitting on a very good clip. Speaking of which, our friend of the show, Chris Otto, uh, was supposed to be in the neighborhood today. He couldn't make Columbus work, but he's up in Western Ohio waiting to go into a meeting. He's listening to us right now. He gave us first period of full game under on the hockey tonight. Last change is huge for Dallas. It will allow them to get the matchups they want. It makes him like Dallas as well. SGP Dallas Moneyline and under six and a half. Same game parlay. Plus 155. So same game parlay of under six and a half in depth. Gabe played this in the last game and it burned him. I watched you and Gabe. uh, I watched you and Gabe do this exact same thing. It was a four, three final. Uh, Playing with the alter. I I get why you want to play with the alternative totals, but it doesn't keep you away from a four, three final. That's seven so, out. That seven okay. out gets you on the craps, and that seven out gets you on the all total when it's only six. And a half. Okay, so like it might feel like you're getting a bargain by going ahead and saying, "Okay, it's total is five and a half. I'm going to go ahead and bet it, and it, and that means it's going to be six and a half. So now I feel even better. But the likelihood of if it goes over, yes, four two, it definitely can go four two, and I get that point. But I think it's far more likely to be three three than four two. And that's a three, three score kills you. You're dead on that parlay. So that's what always worries me. I saw Gabe do it in game one. I was like, I thought it was a really good bet. And I was like, man, that's a really good bet. I like that a lot, but I was on the over, I was on over four. I was on over five and a half over six and a half, brother. Oh no, over five and a half. Yeah. Over five and a half. And, 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 and I was like, okay, 
it was three three. I was good, and I was like, oh man, that just killed Gabe's parlay. Like, yeah, that goes to seven. So that's why I don't I don't like that parlay personally. The, the even know. numbers, the even numbers have obviously less combinations because the game can't end three three two two one one. Right, you two four six. You know, it can't end. It has to be a two goal deficit to end on an even number. Whereas on an odd number, it could end on a one goal deficit, very likely in the playoff games. So I, we used to put this up. I will never forget when I first came back from West Virginia and went in the risk room. We had somebody hammering us every day on the odd final score. We used to put it up in the ninth prop every game. Odd or even, odd or even. And we were getting hammered on odd. And I'm there a week and I'm like, who's putting this number in and why we lose every day? We were putting it in wrong. We're even with favor. <laughs> Some guy made a whole mortgage payment for a week on this little sliding in deuce, 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 deuce. And nobody would move the number because it wasn't coming up for approval. So, yes, odd numbers are much likelier to happen. So getting under six and a half isn't as valuable as getting under, obviously, alternate total of seven and a half and getting your seven to be that ultimate result. If Vegas wins tonight, is the series over? Yep. I don't think there's a question. I mean, it is is a wrap in five. I think that's it. It don't go past five. No, I would agree with you. And that means it's Ve- it's going to be Vegas versus Florida in the oh. Stanley Cup. And everybody in Canada oh. is in a fetal position, sucking their thumb, <laughs> going, what the hell is going on? First I mean, Stanley- Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky is – I mean, I, who's favored in that? Because Bobrovsky is playing – this is insane. Like he sucked during the regular season. He was horrible. He was one of the best over bets of this season when he was in net. And now one nothing. He was a brick wall last night. It's unbelievable how this happens. It is unbelievable how this can happen. Where a team that got in only because the Penguins lost as minus 600 favorites at home to the Blackhawks and then lost as minus 300 favorites at Columbus. The two teams that ended up with the one and the two picks in a, in a draft. Florida's in. They're in game seven on the road against Boston. Pull the goalie to tie the game. They're two minutes away from their season ending. They were two games away. An impossible parlay, not, but it was, to even get into playoffs. And now they're one game away from going to the Stanley Cup with a goalie who people were making the joke. We had a guy in the risk room named T-Foss, I called him, who used to say he should be going to jail for felony for his contract, Bobrovsky, because he wasn't stopping pucks. And now, I mean, Kachuk's going to win you know, the con Smythe, but he is Kachuk's going to win the MVP. At a Not Bobrovsky. According to the odds, Bobrovsky's got shorter odds than Kachuk does to win the con Smythe right now. I don't think that, I don't think the chapter's written yet on Kachuk will have a, the way this is going, 
If he's he scores another game-winning score. goal, if he scores another one, then yeah. He's, he's going to. He is going <laughs> to score another, another game-winning goal in the Stanley Cup Finals. And if they win four, I think they have to give it to him, myself. Yeah, but, if, if he has four. But if Abrowski keeps going like this, this is ridiculous. I mean, he stopped literally everything last night. But, I mean, he was unbelievable in a one nothing hockey game in a game that the Carolina Panthers had to win. The Carolina Hurricanes had to win. Panthers get that performance out of him? Whew. I don't know. Borowski right now is looking – Kachuk's incredible. I'll give you that. But if he gets one more, yeah. He has four game-winning goals. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. Consumite's going to go to either one of those guys. Right. But, exactly. I mean, it's 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 a short race. It's a short race at the moment. All right. Yeah. Let's bring up some people here. we got a couple of people who are, who are lined up who want to – Let's be, go. Hop, hop in here. So if you guys want to jump on in, go ahead, raise your hand. We'll do this for another 20 minutes or so. SoCal DGen, a resident statistician. How are you, my friend? Wonderful. Where are we going today? Oh, so first off, I wanted to just mention the LeBron thing real quick. And I, I agree with you. I think the only reason he mentioned the whole retirement thing was to deflect the fact that he just got swept in the playoffs. Um it worked. It, it it definitely worked. I mean, all you had to do was Google it real quick. He signed a two-year extension with a, a player option the second year back in, I think, August or September. And in January, he, he, he stated that, you know, his intention is to play at least one year in the league uh, with his son, Bronny, which, you know, we know he committed to USC for the next season. So, which means... Um, and he's got to be around for the two more years since his two-year contract right. extension, right? He's not going anywhere. I've I've never been a fan of LeBron, and you know this is him just being a diva to the core. Um, Thank you. Right. Get, get to it, SoCal. We got it. We got eighteen people behind you. Get to your thing and get out. All right, Come so on. I, I get mad at you. I love you. You know that. All right, so. NHL, I, I just want to pose a hypothetical, right? This probably never happened, but yeah. what if the winner of each playoff series in each round was able to select one player from the team that they just beat to go on with them to the next round? What? How would that change? This? Oh, I, it would be crazy, right? It would be crazy. They could select any player or on the roster that they just played against and beat to join them for the rest of uh, for the rest of their playoff run, however long that is. Oh my! I'm God. gonna throw that hypothetical to you guys. Goodbye. Right. Well, yeah, goodbye. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even. I'm not going to give that even. I don't even answer. know what to say to that with these hypotheticals. This is so cow. Listen, he's yeah. a super friend of the show. We and love I, him. I, yes. I, I, I love I've had so. dinner with him. I, I, yes. we, we love yes. him. We, we, and I can't That's wait to insane. see him. SoCal is coming for the live show, boys. Yes, he Remind is. everybody, June 8th, June 9th, live from Stadium Swim. We're going to be there doing this in person. Love for you guys to come. We're getting the passes. We're going to figure out how to get them in your hands so you can come, hang out, wear the sunscreen because it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. But you can't Johnny come P. on. You got 30 seconds, and you're going to throw out some crazy-ass <laughs> hypothetical. Nah, no hypotheticals here, guys. Are you able to hear me all right? Yeah. Oh, you up, sound man? great. Where are you? What's going Where on? Where are you right I now? I am. Where are you physically? Uh, I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, I got 
I got to head out in, uh, in 30 minutes, actually. But I was going to give you guys a couple right. minutes here. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. I could tell you um, the books are going to want Dallas, not just tonight, but for the series against Vegas. Um, yep. Money's coming in on Vegas. Like, you haven't seen almost like Boston-type levels at this point. I mean, the books, really? I mean, the books have cleaned up you know, for the most part with all the Boston stuff and Rangers and all that, that's all cleaned up. But now as it's picking up more and people are seeing like the remaining field, they love Vegas. They won't stop. Um, and I'd set East coast too, Johnny, you guys seeing that on the East coast as well? Or is it West coast money? This is, this is all over. Okay. This is all, yeah, okay. this is wow. all over. So I, the books are really going to need Dallas, not just tonight, but for the series. So, if they take it tonight, um, I'd expect them to close the gap and make it 2-2 and we'll have ourselves a series. Everything else has sucked, to be honest. NBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come and on, I mean, Johnny. And I mean, it's, it's been horrible. And what, were we really going to expect uh, Boston, the Lakers, to come back from 3 nothing? I mean. Listen, I got a question for you and then we got to get you right. out of here. Are there really oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I I have a question for him first. Okay. Go ahead. Before I let him go, but go are there, you ask <laughs> Are there really Heat fans, Johnny P? You lived in Miami. You went to the University of Miami, Florida. Are there Heat fans? I mean, because P. Rawls says there ain't no Heat fans, and the first Panther fan he meet will be the only Panther fan he meets. <laughs> no, tell them that people like the sport. There's Heat fans. There are definitely Heat fans. I mean, every time that I was down Thank there you. and they made the postseason. Uh, even in the series that we lost to Boston and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm saying we because I'm a Heat fan. I stay, oh, I stay quiet. See, I, stay, I stay bias, quiet. Bias. 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 Culture runs deep. Huge fan base. <laughs> what did, is heat culture? They do okay. the white out and everything. And there's fans. Right. There's fans. Thank yeah. you. How about how about the pa- how about the Panthers? Uh, Panthers, well. dude. I don't know. Exactly. But I can tell you for sure. The heat. There's fans. Don't look at the regular season. So I. I, I all right, but I had to ask you, when you're walking Dave around inside your your establishment at DK here in town, what what were the looks like that you were getting from people walking around with this dude who who obviously was a little bit out of place but knew his way around where he was going? <laughs> Some of the guys that were working were kind of looking at me like, who the fuck did he just bring in today? <laughs> <laughs> But he's a mole. You brought you brought a mole into your into your operation. But 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 Dave happened to know a couple of the guys there already too, and he was chopping it up with them for a bit. And some guys that have been that I work with now who have been in t- town for a long time, um, are over there. And Dave knew a couple of them already. Very so nice. <laughs> very. Cool. But, All right, man. Thanks. Hey, no problem. It, Thank man. you guys. Peace, Johnny P. See you guys. We'll we'll we'll. we'll We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Bet smart. I think he's in my home city, Dave. What? I think Tyler's in. I think Tyler's in Boston. Real? I believe. I, I believe. I believe. You have to unmute yourself, Tyler. No, not. A, I'm in. Oh, here we go. I'm in Boston tomorrow. I'm in Texas today. Oh, okay. I'm off by a day. Yeah, we'll be in Boston. What's up? There, there will be a BVB room dedicated for title fights at Circa. For Thursday and Friday night, all you got to do is go to the front desk, tell them you need a key, tell them title fight key, and you're and you're good. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Oh, I could get raunchy fast. 
Leave the towels outside. Take the sheets off of them. Oh, my God. Old school. Are you coming, Tyler? Are you going to be in town? I'm, yeah, I fly in on the 5th. I'm playing uh, Look a couple out. of events Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'll be over there circa Thursday through the weekend. Fantastic. Oh, I can't wait to see you. That'll be good. Yeah, be good. You'll have to let me know if you need a ride from the airport because shit's getting crazy down there, getting in, getting cool. in and around. Yeah, I need you to hold a, a, a BBB sign for me. <laughs> Outside the terminal. Yeah. <laughs> At baggage claim, the terminal three. Go ahead. And I'll, hold, I'll hold a sign. sign for you, but I ain't going to tell you what I'm writing on. It. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> Did you already go to Boston calling, or is that why you're going to Boston? I'm meeting some girls that are up there at Boston Calling. I'm just gonna There you yeah, go. I'm gonna go to the Food uh, I'm gonna go see Food Fighters Friday and then I'll be uh I'm supposed to meet up with Benny Saturday at Encore. I'll be at the casino probably all day Saturday and Sunday. So Oh boy. Look at this. Tyler and Benny, that's a dangerous combination right there. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, I'm excited. A little B B B meetup in Boston. B- Look at this. Triple B, triple barrel. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Goodbye. All right, see y'all. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Um, okay. Only because of LeBron news that broke. We talked to this guy yesterday, but we'll bring on Coach again because he was so oh, fun. No. P- p- people are going to get mad that we're playing preferential treatments, but we're not. I just he. I got to hear about his LeBron take on this because it's it's too good. Coach, you got to unmute yourself. You guys are talking hockey and circus and circa. Let's get down to fucking business here. All right. <laughs> Let's put this like this. LeBron, that motherfucker ain't retiring. Yeah! LeBron <laughs> did this for two reasons. One, to deflect the narrative that he got swept and he was terrible in the yeah. fourth quarter. But bigger, but bigger than that, I think he just put the Lakers on the clock. And he is telling them, we aren't good enough. You got to get me better players. And I'm telling you, the person that you know he wants is Kyrie. Yeah, he was there last night. He was there last night. That's who he wants. And think about this, guys. As as much as we trash Rob Palenka, we all applauded him at the trade deadline. But think about last night. Mo Bamba dressed, didn't play. Jared Vanderbilt didn't play. Malik Beasley barely played. D'Angelo Russell, God, they shouldn't play him. And Rui Hachimura, they put him into the starting lineup to guard Joker, and he was ineffective. So all these guys that were great for this run for the Lakers didn't do shit when it mattered the most. So that's my take on that. And by the way, Anthony Davis, have you ever seen a guy drive to the basket end of the game, have three guys on you, and a guy who can't shoot is standing at the three-point line across the floor? If that fucking guy would have cut to the basket or to the foul line, he had a wild projection at the buzzer. He didn't want the ball last night. I'm sorry. Wow. Hey, question, Coach. When the Celtics let it leak out that they haven't gotten over the firing of Ime Odoka before they get swept tonight by the Miami Heat, what does that tell you about the leadership in the locker room? Oh, there's, there's no leadership. There's no leadership. I mean, and how about those guys saying, y- y- y'all better not let us win tonight. Man, shut the fuck up and win a game for us. <laughs> like, like, they're, they're sitting there like, like, like fucking... Bird Parish and McHale is showing up tomorrow tonight. He ain't showing up. I don't even know if Jason Tatum shows up. Al Horford, I mean, he's basically the same age as those guys anyway. You know, but at the Ooh. end of the day, 
it, listen, what this has done is it is it, it has exposed Boston and more likely Brad Stevens that they have to break up these two guys. And you might as well give Jalen Brown the money and pay him why his value is oh, shut up. I don't want to hear about the railroad crossing. Um I I I, I think that they gotta break this team up. I'm sorry, Matt. I, I just Wow, I gonna- I, I'm not. I'm not angry. I mean, I don't think. I, I don't think it's going to happen. But I understand the point. I, I do get the philosophy and the theory because Jason Tatum is the guy you're going to build around, and Brown and him are, are, are a little bit redundant in the way they play in the spot that they play. I, I I don't know if I give Brown the supermax. I mean, he's got he earned it with the second team All NBA this year. I don't know if I'd be comfortable giving it to him if he plays really well tonight. It'll tell me a lot about Jalen Brown's desire to be. In Boston, if he lays, he scores 14 points, has four rebounds in like 32 minutes of action. Yeah, I, I I might come to your side. This is a big game tonight for Brown for the future of him in Boston. Well, I think it's for a future of Brown, period, because if he wants to get the Supermax somewhere else, he's got to show up and show out. So to me, I actually right. think over his 23 and a half points, 10 out of the last 16 versus the Heat, he's not going, Matt, Matt he's not going under 23 and a half points in four straight games. All year. I don't think it's serious. Wow. I think he scores. Marcus Smart over nine and a half rebounds plus assists. Eight out of 12 versus Miami. I just think if they're going to be in this game, he's got to be in the mix and muck it up. And God damn it, if Jimmy Butler starts scoring in the fourth quarter, tell Missoula to go fuck himself and go guard him, you damn self. <laughs> Sorry, I said that. That's a walk-off right there, Coach. You're balling now, bitch. That was strong. That was phenomenal. My gosh, everyone's pissed off today. This is great. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh. Let's get to Raymaker Lou coming up on here for Russ. I, I think we talked to him once before on these Twitter spaces. Raymaker, can you hear us? What's up, fellas? What are you doing? What up, Redman Lou? What are you doing? Trying to finish up work so I can go down and meet Chef Benny. We're going to the park game tonight. Are you really? Yeah. He's in. How is Chef, Chef Benny all of a sudden like the BBB Brigade ambassador? My he's, God, he's he, traveling he, everywhere. He's in town, I guess, for a couple of days. The Pirates are playing the Rangers tonight. So we're going to head down to the game, you know, put some bets in, have a few drinks, smoke some good, good. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Man, I'm what three you- hours away. I wish I didn't have to drive three hours. Otherwise, I'd be there. We're going to do it again oh, in the summer. We're going to do something yeah. in Pittsburgh, I think. Pittsburgh. Yeah. PNC, we'll, we'll, we'll hook it up. No doubt. That would be awesome. We're always down to go to the games. And, uh, Who wins? Who wins? Go he gone. So it'll, be, it'll be fun. Bye. I like I like Texas team total over tonight. Dick Mountain's pitching. They smash lefties. I think I think at four and a half it hits. What do you yeah, think? Do. There you go. You smash lefties. Yeah, I like it. Thanks, too. Lou. I, I like that. I appreciate it, Lou. Thank you for being here. Let's run through a couple of these before we wrap here. Uh, let's go to Rafferty. This is one of my former students turned listeners, turned gamblers. It's always fun to see the the maturation process. Matt, how are you? What's going on? What's going on? on, guys? Boy, you sound like you're in a studio, Rafferty. You, you, what are you doing? No, I've tried to just – there's a lot of, like, outside noise in my house. So I try to, like, quiet that down a bit. <laughs> I don't know. 
You did good. Yeah. You did good. Uh, what do you got? You got something quick? What do you yeah, got? The, the fan of me wants Vegas to go 4-0. Don't think it's going to happen, though. Uh, what could happen, and it's only happened, what's happened every game except once, if you go back to the Edmonton series with Vegas, is I think Dallas is going to score the first one tonight. I don't know if they win, but Dallas could easily score the first goal. Because okay. Vegas has a Just make sure that... They can't score two. Just one nothing after one. I'm right. Good. It, it seems like Vegas, they don't start <laughs> playing until they're down 0-1. They've had a terrible trait all year of letting their opponents That's score. true. They're bad in the first period. That's right. They're much better in periods. And I think I saw today, yeah. it's only minus 125 for Dallas to score the first one tonight. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, yeah, like, I think it, they only score, Vegas only scored the first goal once in the Edmonton series, and they've yet to score first, obviously against Dallas. Okay, I right. I don't hate I don't hate that at all. To, 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 yeah, that's not horrible. Um, okay, let, let's end it with your brother, and let's 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 get brother Doug up here to have a conversation. He's inside of Twin Peaks. I don't know what the noise is going to be like or the sound. Um, his scenery, I'm assuming, is better than our scenery at the moment. So he has um, to unmute himself. He doesn't know how to do that. He's really I, tell him to put the reading glasses on and <laughs> unmute yourself, Doug. Seriously, <laughs> you're 20 feet away from me. Unmute yourself. Look down walk, and hit the mic on button, or just walk over. To, or just walk over to you and go ahead and say hi. Oh, he, he's oh going to fail. Uh oh. <laughs> Are you going to walk over to him? I'm literally getting out of the car right now. I know. I hear you. I was like, are you getting out of the car and walking over to hit hit the unmute? I mean, you guys have been there for a couple of hours, so he's got to be two or three drinks in. Oh, he's probably five or six in. Yeah. Where's he at right now? Let's see. (laughs) Hit the unmute. Oh, his battery died. Come here. You can get on my phone. Come here. We'll sit in the car together. He's, He's irate right now. He's oh, irate. His phone died as he's going. His phone awesome. died as he got his big shot at the title. His phone is dead. Yeah, he he had unmute and his phone died. All right, get in the car. Did you pay the bill? No, not yet. You ran the bill? <laughs> Holy shit. I told her I'd be right back. What do you want to say? Two things. Um. Oh, Dallas. Dallas is going to win tonight. All right. That's okay. a lock. He's rolling too. So of the year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Whoa, relax. No, I'm telling you. Five star play. No, no, no. I know you don't bet. You really like it that Dallas much? Dallas is going to win. Put some money on it. Bet responsible. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Second a five, five star, all star play. Oh, God. Well, and the other one, you, you were talking about nine and eight with the Steelers. Is that the over yeah. under? The, 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 the season eight, wins eight is eight and, and a half. Oh, you got to take the over. You're our biggest homer in the Omar, world. Omar Khan conned how many people this offseason. He did a phenomenal job. That team is significantly better today than they were at the end of the season. What about the picket regression? I'm telling is you. It, is there going to be one? Eight Year and two. Half eight and a half is, is the over They're going to win nine games at least. Yeah, I think that's a good bet. I, I like over eight and a half too. I'm with them. And only because I'm a Penn State homer, take the over on the Penn State wins. If you get, if you have it at nine and a half, they're going to win ten games. They're going to win ten games. Half, if it's ten, yeah, then then ten, yeah, it's ten. Ten's the number. Going, I mean, yeah, that's the right number. But going if you 10 get it at nine and a half. Oh, I can't. I can't wait to do win totals this summer. This is going to be fun. We have I've a base, by it. the way, for Columbus for for Penn State at Ohio State. We have a Uh-oh. base here in Columbus, so just put it on the calendar. Yeah, we got a base. Can we do, can we do the show from Twin Peaks? 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, are you working it in there? My back deck? Are you working it in there? Yeah, I've been having a good time while you've been in the car. <laughs> Get out of the car. No, last oh, last, last thing, go. Last yeah, go. This, getting into, this showing up to the golf course and, hit, you know, wanting to hit balls and on the putting green. Holy shit, Matt. I mean, look, you're not 30 anymore. I'm 48. You're 52. Just be happy we're out on a beautiful day. I get right up Amen. to the box and I don't, I take one practice swing. This guy, you remember Sergio Garcia when he was young? Uh-huh. At the, yep. You know, the. You know, yes. he get yes. over the ball, and then he do it hands. It, I mean, <laughs> Uncle Dave is like, or he tries to be Tiger Woods, and it's hilarious, right? Because he'll get over the ball, then he'll take the steps, then he'll go back, and he'll look down, and you know, he didn't tape his finger today like Tiger, but he played pretty good. But oh, there's no gosh. reason to go hit balls. Just be happy you're out and enjoy the weather. Go back in there. I'll be in in five minutes. Well, Thanks. Like what I said, it depends who I was playing with. You know, it depends on the yeah. thing. All right. That's complete uh, bullshit. <laughs> that was fun. So tomorrow, Dave's flying back from Ohio. We should be back on YouTube tomorrow. Thursday is up in the air. We'll tell you about Thursday. Tomorrow, Friday, we could be back doing Twitter spaces. Dave will be in Washington and Seattle for the Pirates and the Mariner series. But before we go, better to book it. Dave likes it, he bets it, doesn't, he books it. Mariners' run line tonight is minus 115 against the A's. I'm 3-1, and one, up 1. 1.6 units so far on this road trip, fading the A's every game blindly on the run line. Betting or booking the Mariners tonight? Bet it. Run line. Bet it. Both starting pitchers suck, so the game's probably going over. But Likely. Prefer, but the A's offense is so bad that I'll take that offense that scored 11 runs last night against the, the A's pitching staff to win the game, you know, 10-6 or something along those lines right. to, win on the run, to win on the run line. First period under one and a half goals, Dallas and Vegas was minus 110 last night. I like the under for the game, so I'd say bet this as well. 1-1 um, is, your, is your kryptonite. I don't think there's yeah. a 2-0 lead for either team, but 1-1 is very possible. possible. Yep. And I think that'll be the sweat. As long as you get through the first, I guess, about eight minutes. And then if, you know, you get a goal then, I think you, you'll have a hell of a sweat, obviously. But 0-0 zero, zero is more likely than 2-0. So I would agree. I, but I, but I, I'm with you. I need Dallas. If Dallas scores first, I'm okay. Dallas is scoring in the first period. So my worry is if Vegas scores in the first period, they go up one nothing then the bet's dead because it'll be 1-1 one, one after right. one if that, ha- if that happens. So I just I hope that Vegas does not score first. And then finally, I'm going over 216.5 tonight, Miami and Boston, over in game four. So you had three bets yesterday, and I, see, I think I said bet them all. What would you go yesterday, two and one? Three and oh. It worked out okay yesterday. Let's do it again. Let's run it back. <laughs> let's, bet him, let's bet him again. Uh, I, I, I like all three positions. Personally, I'm not rooting against you. I'm just I, I'm done with the Celtics and all this bullshit and everything else. I am too. I but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, if the Boston Celtics lose tonight, we don't have NBA basketball for a week. A week. It'd be Keep a perfect time. Mind. Perfect time to talk about title shots and trips and different meetups and all that other stuff and baseball, bro. We can talk about baseball. I'm not talking about your will. We can talk about baseball. Fine. And we're going to, but I'm just telling you, this is why this series might go, might go to six games. Okay. Just saying this, that 
it's not going to stun me if Boston wins tonight and Boston wins game five at home and they lose it in Miami in game six because seven days without NBA basketball is very bad for business. Just keep that in mind. Seven for some days people, it ain't that bad. It's an attorney for the NBA and ESPN and TNT. <laughs> it's an eternity. Seven days is an eternity because they won't. This is what people are like. Move it up. It's easy. Just move it up. They don't do this. The NBA Finals is a TV show. It is scheduled months in advance. They know when all the games are. They know when they are. They're all in prime time. They're all Sunday, Thursday. They're all in the perfect position for the maximum TV audiences. June 1st is game one of the NBA Finals. So if the Heat win tonight, that's bad for business. Not positive that's going to happen. So do you have anything about favorite thing about today before we go? Well, I mean, it's Just pretty obvious. I'm sitting with my brother. And again, I mentioned it yesterday. You guys, you know, tweeted at him and, you know, he's eating the shit up pretty good. It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, he's not listening now. But if he was and he was sitting right here, I'd say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, spending a couple days with my brother at this time, you know, and getting that three years cancer free scan report was such a big deal, not just for him, but for me. And I, I'm just so happy that we're able to just hang out and, you know, I feel better knowing that he's okay. And that's all you can wish for people in your life is that they're okay. You can't control all of their emotions and you can only control yourself as far as how you feel. But we've just had so much fun just hanging out with no real agenda. Went to the baseball game yesterday, hung out with the people in the stands. You know, we were watching the in game. We were talking, you know, just hanging out. He had one of those Coney dogs, that skyline. I can't stand it. Yeah. I, I, (laughs) listen, skyline's not for me, but Cincinnati first time at the ballpark was awesome. Spending time again, which we do here every day, Monday through Friday for two hours about with you guys. It's, it's life changing. It's been life changing for both you and I, and, and we feel the momentum. We feel it through, you know, you guys participating and all of this stuff. And I think it is going north it is going up and we appreciate it but just taking this little reset and and being with my brother has just reminded me of so many things and we've talked about stories and times he came to visit in the book and hang out and you know he's been at vip parties at the books in vegas you know and hung out and watched the job and he's not a numbers i mean he's a supers numbers guy i mean this is this is what he does for his life but he doesn't bet, but he loves the content, loves the brigade. And, and, and it's been the best thing about today now for two days straight. And we're going to hang out again tonight, trying to bribe him to go to Cleveland, to go see the Guardians, play the White Sox. Whoa. But I don't know if we're going to get up there. We may end up at the Columbus Clippers game, minor league baseball, the Yankees. Check out some prospects because God knows the Yankees need them. Um, but it's just been awesome. An absolute awesome 48 hours so far. I can't wait to come back to Vegas, but I've been perfect weather. And again, if you're in Columbus, drinks are on me if you get to the Twin Peaks.
Twin Peaks. Uh, I have to go pick up Madeline and one of her friends. We're going to an end of year lunch and oh. uh, lunch and ice cream party. Uh, we're gonna go and, and, and celebrate her and one of her friends. Or did we, this is what they wanted to do. I said, "What do you want to do for the last day of school?" And they said, "This." So I got to go that half day to get out of school in fifteen minutes. So I get to go pick them up and then go out and spend the rest of the day. It's a gorgeous day here in Vegas. It's eighty-five degrees and sunny. Last day of school. Summer has begun, Dave. Oh boy. It's going to be Listen, this has been awesome. Um, I, I I hope that you know we get some feedback on this. Uh, I saw some some old friends pop in. Uh, Spanky's listening. Joey Odessa's listening. Nice. I saw Fredipedia in here listening. Rommel Camp, as always, guys. We you know we're going to try to do this more and let you guys talk to us directly. Timmy Baseball, I hope you're listening with Big Irv Gotti. I got a round of golfing. I'm getting loose. We're going to come up to San Francisco. And we'll go hit balls. I don't think Big Irv's ready for nine holes, but get his ass out. Again, guys, thank you very much. Just thank you. Enjoy the last uh, the last day of school lunch, P. Ralt. Uh, I'll, be, uh, I'll be at Twin Peaks in a different type of lunch environment. Dave, thank you. Travel safe. Tomorrow, guys, back on YouTube is the plan for video. We'll be back on Sports Grid as well tomorrow night. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We'll be back probably Thursday or Friday will be the next Twitter spaces because Dave's traveling to Seattle.